Hey everyone, I'm Jevin Malte. And I'm Joe Mellon. And welcome to Built in a Day podcast, where we help business and idea people move their business forward by helping them run tests in a single day. In each episode, we select a single business and help them learn if an idea is worth pursuing or if they have some features that are worth building. In this episode of Built in a Day, cold calling the front desk of hotels, trying to get some interviews. Hello, and today we're here with Amit, who's joining us from Connecticut. So, Amit, welcome. Uh, can you, you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So, I've been in the U.S. since about 2006. I came here to work in a hotel as an intern, and then slowly made my way up for the past nine years, uh, becoming a general manager at a hotel. Oh, cool. And now, I'm a business analyst, so I'm bringing my hotel knowledge and uh I always had a tech background when I was back home in India. So now I'm a business analyst uh, for Salesforce and I like to play with analytics and numbers, trying to make the two blend. Wow. So do you work with the Salesforce platform or do you actually work for Salesforce, the company? Uh, With the platform. Okay. Within a hotel environment? Actually, no, I did quite a 180 or 360, whatever you want to call it. And I now work for a utility company uh, and help them selling gas, okay. like natural wow. grass. So yeah, quite the switch. Awesome. Great. Well, yeah. So I guess what, what brings you to built in a day today? <laughs> so I think one of your guys reached out to me. He found me in the ClickFunnels uh, Facebook group where I posted a question, will it fly? And he reached out and said, you know, we'd love to find out more about what you're trying to achieve and maybe we can help you with that. Brilliant. So what are you trying to achieve? Sure. So I met my wife. We've been married for about six years in the hotel industry. Uh, When I came here for the internship, she was the one training me. And then uh, we got to know each other, got married, and we both have extensive hospitality experience. But within the hospitality industry, there is a lack of training tools available for anyone who wants to make that step from a front desk manager to a general manager. And uh, this is primarily how the hospitality industry is based. You're kind of thrown into things and you have to learn your way around and figure things out on your own. So we're trying to create an online training course that will help people learn from our experience. Uh, One of the podcasters I listened to, Joe Polish, he says, you know, you can either learn from the University of Hard Knocks or learn from other people's experience. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And I was astounded when I went on Udemy and just searched like a hotel course and zero results. So I knew I had maybe something there that, you know, we could create an online course and help people succeed. Awesome. That sounds like a great opportunity. Absolutely. And uh, the idea of, came about when I started listening to podcasts and I hear all these people doing a course and I'm like, what do I have to offer that other people would literally pay money for? And one night I was like, that's it. We, we have the experience. Let's put this in practice and create a course. And my wife, uh, we have a newborn, so she doesn't work. So she has had extra time on her hand to kind of create the content for the course. Mm-hmm. So we have a good framework but my problem is trying to articulate it and trying to sell it. That's where I stumble is, you know, I've tried talking to a few people who are in the hospitality industry and got mixed reviews about it. So I was hoping that's something you guys can help me with is how can I go ahead and approach someone to sell this? 
Awesome. And just so we know, so have you created the course yet or are you more like before you create it, you're going to try to see if you can sell it and if there's in fact a market for it? Yeah, I want the latter. I I have the course about 70% done, but before I put any more work into it, I want to maybe have a webinar where I can teach one subject and Mm -hmm. then pre-sell the course within that webinar. Cool. And and for uh, pricing, have you decided on a pricing amount that you, you the goal is for the course? I was thinking about four hundred, uh, okay. but it's if market demands for less or more, I'm flexible with that. Just because I'm, I might have the first to market advantage. I think I could price myself at that price range. And so, just to be really explicit, so your hypothesis is that people that work at the front desk of hotel in the hotels and like in a, in a hotel that want to get to general manager will invest $400 in an online web course uh-huh. in order to give them more training so that they get promoted. Is that right? You summed it up. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Awesome. So we need to talk to people who are at the front desk or are front desk managers of hotels. So the natural thing that I think everyone would want to do and that I'm even leaning to now is put up a landing page, do some Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads and send people to your course and see what converts, you know? And I think, I think there's, there's some real validity to that, but I wonder if it's just too early to do that where, as Joe's suggesting, maybe it's time to get in front of some people who are in this current position to find out the pains, you know, are most people... Uh, to find out if they even do want to be promoted and, and this is a career path for them. Or maybe most people, this is just a transitional thing where they're trying to find something else and not interested in growing in the in the hotel industry. So that would make even, probably a big difference uh, in, in their willingness to pay the money to, to move up into this industry. Do you have a sense already of how people do perceive the position being, say, a front desk manager and if they do want to grow? And then that might help you figure out how to, how to approach these people. Sure. So I kind of went almost a similar route where I created a Google form survey. It's 10 questions and without directly asking them, hey, do you want a course? The questions are more towards, are you willing to take the next step to become a GM? If yes, what are some of the things that you need to work on? So we can use that to create the webinar slides and sell the webinar. But my challenge is, they don't have an incentive to take the survey unless I literally go in front of them, like you suggested, and you know, talk to someone face to face, which I haven't been able to. My idea was to just get emails. I actually hired a virtual assistant once to do that, but that fell through. So I used a app called Charlie, which unmasks their LinkedIn email or gives you possible email and uh, got a few of them. And then LinkedIn was like, you've reached your quota for the day. <laughs> But yeah, to your point, uh, the landing page is ready, but we are going with a sense that we're telling everyone that we're doing a blog instead of a course. One, because it's something new and I don't want to have people think that, oh, it's is going to be something where they're going to get a certificate at the end. And two, I just don't want the idea to be floating out there. But here we go. Now it's going to be out there anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think generally with these things is that People only copy ideas when they're already successful. Before an idea is like really successful, there's no reason to copy it. So like just generally like once you reach maybe 
20, 30 grand of monthly revenue, you know, then, then probably people will try to copy you. But before that time, there's pretty low, low chances of that happening, at least from my experience. Sure. But it just one thing to, I guess I was wondering, this is a pretty basic question is the thing that's about hotels is that you can call them and they answer the phone. And so I guess I was wondering, can you just call like 10 hotels and ask to speak to the manager and try to sell them on your course? I tried that. <laughs> and that's and, uh, where uh, I think how, my problem what, is. Yeah. What was the result of that? I, ca- I guess I came across too salesy because most of them just hung up on me. They're like, we don't Ouch. have the time or we, we're not interested without even me getting my pitch through. Because uh, I was, you know, I would call in uh, once they answered, I would just ask them, hey, do you have a few minutes? I have something uh, like an idea I need to bounce off of you. And they're like, no, we just talk to the GM. And I'm thinking to myself, you, the GM is the last person I need to talk to. Why? Why is that? Because most hotel managers think that I'm calling for something to sell them and they just want to bounce it off to the highest person in charge. But I was trying to get to them that, hey, I'm creating a course and I want to get your opinion if this is something you would buy. A couple of people did, you know, entertain the thought and they said, yeah, we'd pay for it. We'd pay like 500 bucks, but they didn't have anything to compare it to. Why do you think the comparison was important? Like, why did they have to compare it at all? I guess my biggest fear is that they're not going to get it. One, because my wife, when I first told her, she's like, so what do you mean a course? Like, they're going to get a certificate at the end? I was like, no, it's they're not going to get a certificate. So she's like, well, why would people buy this then? Mm. And I was trying to explain it's because of our experience. And I think that's because she's also from the hospitality industry. I think my concern is people are not going to get till we show them through a webinar that, okay, this is what you can learn for free. Imagine what you can learn when when you go inside the actual full course. I have another really basic question, and then Jevin, it's all you. Why aren't you making it a certificate? I mean, it, it sounds like from your wife's point of view that she would like her, you know, you have at least one user saying that she would want a certificate. So why not make it a certificate? I mean, that's a good idea i have never thought about it because i've taken online courses myself on like affiliate marketing landing pages and stuff like that and i know at the end you don't get a certificate you just get the knowledge but yeah you're right i guess uh we, we sh- that's something we should address and you know it doesn't take much to create an online certificate because i think the issue is is or maybe not the issue but an issue is you want to be able to speak their language and meet them where they are there are these hotelier certificates that exist and they go to school and they get it. And so they're already maybe in this mentality of, of getting a certificate. And so the fact that you've already have one data point where someone says, oh, you know, maybe they should get a certificate, then maybe there's multiple people out there that are in this business that are like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm looking for more, you know, not letters after my name, but like more things to put on my resume to show that I'm, I'm more qualified. So that's, I think that's a, that's, that was a good insight. Joe, what do you think about that? Emmett? I guess my question would back to you guys would be, do you think like, cause we, we're not accredited by a university, you know? So do you think it makes sense to just provide a certificate for the sake of providing one? Because obviously no one has heard of us. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe this has some more research. I'm not necessarily an expert on this, but you know, Stanford and Harvard had a day one that they were at. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I don't, you know, these institutions that we think of as long, you know, and large are really, you know, at one point were babies. So I wouldn't discount the no one has heard of us. 
yeah. because that's a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, like if yep. no one has heard of us and we don't do anything then no one will ever hear of us. <laughs> yep. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into that. You might want to look into what it takes to say you're accredited. You could also have a certificate that is not accredited and you know, there's, I guess there could just be some research in that. But I mean, like I could, I could write you a certificate today that says you've officially been on built in a day. <laughs> I don't we think do that? that? I don't know. But yeah, maybe, maybe we should do that. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I was we'll, totally we'll planning to... on using your logo on my website. Yes, yeah, well, done, just done. Just love it. Just as long as it has okay. a backlink, that's all that matters. Go all right. <laughs> We're going into yeah, SEO now. <laughs> so let's go back to you know what is the core thing? The core thing is you want to see if people will pay money for the course that you have. That, yep. is that, I think that's it, right? Yes. So part of it is understanding why people aren't paying for it yet or understanding the language that people need to hear to buy it. Would you say that's part of the, the critical path for you, Emmett? That sounds right. So one issue that you've had, you've, which I think is awesome, is you've actually tried to straight up cold call the front desk managers to, to see if they'd be interested in buying. And you nail it right on the head. What's in it for them? I heard of this great hack. I've tried it once and I think it worked out okay, is everyone loves to give advice. And so if you called up front desk managers and say, hey, I want to interview you for my blog for front desk managers who are progressing in their career, and you can give advice to other people who are aspiring to be front desk managers who are working their way to become a general manager. Is it okay if I come by, take a couple of pictures, and interview you? The person who I've heard who heard did this had an extremely high response rate because this is something normally they would never have done, and it gives them some visibility, and they can put a link on their on their LinkedIn too. So that might be a way where you can interview them, but generally about their experience, which is nice for other people who are in this uh, in this space, and you can send this out as content on a mailing list, say. But but also you can have this experience afterwards and be like, hey, you know, I've got this course. You're talking about growing. I'm thinking about putting this together. I'm thinking about selling it for two ninety seven or whatever it is, three ninety nine. Would uh-huh. this be something that you would pay for tomorrow if I had it available? And then then you can have this discussion about whether yes or no. Anyway, for what it's worth, it might be a strategy to try to get in front of these people and at least have these discussions with them. I love that. I was actually almost a similar path, but through cold email. So I got an account for get response and crafted like four different emails, but I think face-to-face might be better to just tell them, hey, I want to interview you for my blog. And then, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe have one up there so that you can be like, hey, I already have one done um, from someone friendly, like, you know, your wife who's yeah. <laughs> or, or something and just show a picture of how they progressed in their career. Or you could have an interview of yourself with a nice picture. But if you have nice pictures, I think it could be really interesting. And they, I think people would be very interested in sharing their own story. And that would be a foot in the door for you to discuss with them. And uh, yeah. That's actually one thing I didn't mention yet is she is the product. So I'm like the behind the scenes guy creating everything, but she would be the one delivering it because uh, she started her career when she was 13. And just wow. I just want to show that she's the hero of this movie and she has made it without any formal education and she was a GM for a Hampton Inn. So if she can do it, anyone can do it. That'd be a great first interview to feature on your blog. Awesome. That's awesome. Because then you could show, it's like, hey, we already have an interview here. Check out this amazing story. And we want to feature you next to her as also an amazing story, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I like that idea. Okay, so what is the main assumption that we want to test? We talked about different things about like, will people sign up for a blog? We talked about 
Will people pay for a course if they hear it's accredited or sorry, if there's a certificate, which is the main one that like, if it was successful, it would be really impactful for you. I'd say the main assumption to test here is would they pay for a course? Great. Okay. How do we want to do that? So I think I like the idea of contacting them by phone uh, and trying to get an interview either on phone or in person, get at least like five to 10. And we have a lot of hotels and uh, in and around where I live Mm -hmm. or even close to my work. So I can do it on my lunch break. Hopefully my boss isn't listening. And then, uh, (laughs) and then just uh, get their feedback and ask them those same questions that I have in my Google form. Cool. Great. And so is there a number of people that you want to talk to? That's like a good goal. I'd say about at least five. Cool. Great. And and basically if you get, what's the, let's say two of those to, to sign up that it's a success. Yeah, I would say so. Cool. so what does what does sign up mean? Does it, does it mean that they'll hand over the X hundred dollars today or just, I want to be sure we define what the success is here. I think the success, nobody's going to hand me the money because the course isn't ready but I want to validate the idea before I create the course would be maybe just to, you know, say, yeah, I would definitely pay for that. I don't know if that's a true validity because we're not getting money up front. You could tell them it's ready. You could say, Hey, (laughs) it's it's going to be ready in next week. Pay me now. And then if they offer to pay you, then just say, okay, actually, you know what? Let's just wait till next week. I mean, yeah, just uh, one of those things on courses, it really, in order to have a course that, I mean, nobody's going to watch the whole thing in the first week. And if okay. you just title the things as week one, week two, week three, basically what you do is like, you just, you, you just make sure that you have one week ahead of you, like the current time right now done. So if you have one week done and someone buys it, then during that week that they're doing week one, you do week two. Drip it out. Okay. You know, so like they don't need to watch all the videos. They just need to understand that there is videos and that you're testing out the content and you're going to, you know, finishing it. But just the main thing you just need to sell is the idea of the course and that, you know, they can get started right now and this is how they should get started. Do you think it makes sense to maybe try to pre sell it as a beta version that you guys are beta testers? So this course would go for let's say 397 but because you're going to be a beta tester i'm going to give it to you for 99 bucks or something i mean personally for me that's fine i mean like if if you can go in and get three or four of those people to pay you 99 dollars, that's great you know that's that's a good start i think just selling it for something you, you can try the higher price first uh-huh. but if that's not working you can try a lower price it's more about just getting started or you could see what it is that does trigger them to pay. You could say, hey, my wife will coach you. You know, She'll give you an hour a month for three months to help you progress and then see if that's enough of a bonus to throw in. And so now you're starting to get the, understand the value of these kind of different aspects. The course itself, whether the discount is important or whether like a coaching thing is important. You may not offer the coaching as part of the course, but hey, you could, it could be a really nice upsell as an example. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I like that. Okay. Well, there's lots here. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to be a two-hour test, though. That's my only, that's my main concern. I think we're trying to we usually try to contain it to to two hours. But if you feel that's feasible for you, Emmett, that'd be great. I think. I think I can definitely start with the calling part of it and maybe set up phone interviews because that way I can do it on the spot or you know get them to commit to a time quicker mm-hmm. than going in person and then see what they say. Yeah. I like that a lot. So let's wrap it up. So Amit, you're going to make 10 outreach somehow to different front desk manager or something similar. Uh 
try to get an interview with them, ask the questions, hey, I've got this course, will you pay X hundred dollars for it? And then try some other strategies to get the money in your pocket, uh, give them a discount, give them an upsell for consulting and see what resonates. And then we're going to uh, follow up with you. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds awesome. great. Awesome. This is going to be great. We're really excited about this. And uh, yeah, for you listening, you know, after a little bit of music, you will automatically uh, automatically be transported into the future and we'll get to hear back on how Ahmed does. I wish I knew the results right away. <laughs> I wish I <laughs> See you soon. Okay, good luck, Ahmed. We'll see you soon. Hey, everyone. We're back. Built in a day with Amit, our hospitality genius, and Joe Mellon. How are you doing, boys? Hey, thank you guys for having me back. Yes, we're excited. We are excited. So, awesome. Amit, tell us a little bit about what you wanted to test, like the actual, not the experiment, what you wanted to learn, and then what you did. Okay, awesome. So, last time we discussed, I was going to go and test if there is any validity to my idea of creating an online course that would be targeted towards assistant managers, hotel managers who are looking to move up to the next level of a GM, but don't have the right training materials and uh, don't have, you know, their superiors, supervisors don't have the time to do it. And uh, my wife and I are creating a course where we have learned from our experience and we're kind of concentrated and see if people want to buy it. Great. Awesome. So I did not sell any courses. That's the bad news. <laughs> but I do have some good news. I ran a survey. I created a survey on Google Forms. And I became part of a Facebook group of a podcast that I listened to about hospitality. And uh, they have about 2,500 people. And uh, put a question out there. Hey, I'm looking for some help. If you are a hotel manager or an operations manager or a front desk manager, please reach out to me. I'd love to get an interview from you for our blog. And this was an idea from you guys. Nice. <laughs> yes. And I loved it. Uh, I got about 11 responses. So it's not a big sample size. But what I did is uh, from the questions that I got from them, I picked a few people at random whose job description matched what our target customer would be. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to them on Facebook within the group and said, Hey, thank you so much for filling out the survey. I have a few follow-up questions. Are you available for a call? And they all said yes. So I talked with, of the 11, I spoke with five people. And I unfortunately didn't get to record it like the kombucha guy. But uh, (laughs) yeah, I thought about that a little too late. But I asked them, I kind of segued into telling them, listen, we were doing a blog, but based on the overwhelming response, we actually want to create a course for you guys. So what do you think of that? And they all said yes, that you know they would love it. There's nothing like this out there. And they're definitely interested in me being in touch with them. And I touched on the price point and said, you know, what do you think about between three to $500? They said, yes, that would be fine. One of them had some doubts about, you know, shelling that kind of money because these guys make about thirty dollars to $35,000 a year. So it's a big amount to give up front even though they're putting it in their own education, you don't see it that way. Right. And I made them aware that we would have a payment plan. She said sold. If you have a payment plan, you know, like six payments of 79 bucks or something like that, 
again, people speak from their wallets, which I wasn't able to do that yet, but I do have a webinar set up for the end of this month. And uh, we'll see how many courses we sell at the webinar. Mm, sounds great. Joe, what do you think? Well, hey, you talked with five customers. That is awesome. So that's great. And I really like the process of getting them. I think the insight of possibly a lower price point or the or the payment plan option was definitely great. And that also like maybe wonder if it's just like a subscription and just see, you know, see how long they stay for type thing. Yeah, actually, one of them asked, is this going to be like $500 a month? And I said, no, that's a one-time thing. And your potential increase in your salary is about fifteen to $20,000 per year. That's pretty compelling ROI. I mean, because that's, that's, that's what you're trying to sell, is upgrade, level up, so to speak, in their, in their career. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I think my question on this is, I, I think there's definitely, gr- so great that you talk with some customers. I think what's really helpful is to be really clear about what didn't work. And then also then we can figure out like trying other things. So which thing did you try that you thought might work that you found out didn't work? I actually, that was more of a personal comfort level. Our original idea was to pre-sell the course at a webinar, but I couldn't do that because we don't have the content ready yet. So I think that was kind of like my weak point where I just can't find the time of the day to finish the content. So that was one thing that didn't work is trying to pre-sell the course to these people and having them pay right now versus, you know, getting a commitment maybe for a webinar where it's almost like, you know, you want to date first before you get married. So uh, Mm -hmm. getting them to commit to something that they learn for free. And then at that point, once we give them the free content, we'll go into the sale. Hmm. Got it. One thing that also did not work well for me was cold calling hotels directly. I tried that first. I was like, listen, I know where these guys work. I'm just going to call them and talk to them. Even if when I told them that I'm writing a blog, the responses were very cold and they were not interested in talking. I don't know if that's because they were at work and I'm calling at their workplace and they were not ready for something like this, but that was something that did not work. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's great to know now for going forward or at least using the, using the pitch that you had. Okay, that's great. I mean, this is this is great feedback. Again, it's the hardest thing to actually reach out and, and have these conversations with people. But you you had eleven people at least say that they're that they're interested, and then you had another five that you were able to interview, and all of them sounds like were actually interested in taking your course. So that's that sounds like great learning for you know not much time and money. Yeah, it was definitely a really hard thing to do. But yeah, like you said, Google Forms is free. So the survey was free. The Facebook group was free. Within the survey that I created or the Google Forms, I did not specifically ask the course related question. It was more about what do you do right now? What is it that you like doing more of? And what is that you would like doing less of? And then the final question was, what would you like to learn that you don't know enough about? And that was more targeted towards what are we going to teach on the free webinar? So more, there was a clear winner in that, with the, which is a technical report that most GMs read every week. It's kind of like your pulse of the hotel in contrast to your competitors in the area. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they all want to learn how to do. Okay, that's great. Joe, what do you think? I think this is great. And I think that uh, the next thing is just to kind of maybe clarify what your next steps are. And then, you know, I think that's it. And just kind of generally celebrate you for going out and talking to those five <laughs> customers. So I think that's great. So maybe 
yeah, maybe if you want to like clarify what your next steps are and then we can kind of go from there. Yeah, sure. So next step is definitely uh, finishing the course content. For those people who are working in teams out there like George, you and Jevin, first of all, hats off because this course I'm creating with my wife. So it really doesn't get any more closer and intimate than that. <laughs> we still have communication problems. So our next step is first to sit down and map out what is remaining to do and what has been done so far because we've been working in our own silos Mm -hmm. and I am under the impression she knows what she's doing and she doesn't know that I was actually you know looking for some feedback from her so there was a lot of miscommunication so we need to clear that up so next step is put it all on a piece of paper get away from the computer for a second map it all out then finish creating the content then host the webinar then run Facebook ads or run traffic to the webinar, then give something for free and something actionable that they can learn and go and implement the next day in their workplace. And then finally sell on the webinar. Cool. That sounds super. Emmett, thanks a lot for coming on the show. It's uh, it, it takes a lot of guts to cold call people, especially at the places of work where they're busy. So, wow, really impressed when, when people are able to do that. Thanks a lot. And Emmett, if people want to get in touch or maybe we have people who are interested in your in your course or maybe just jumping in to hear what a webinar would look like, is there a website or anything, any way that people could reach out? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is letsrockthehotel.com. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. Letsrockthehotel.com. Okay. okay. Absolutely. And people can hit the contact button there or I'm also on Twitter at Amit underscore 0717. Great. Awesome. Well, everyone, that boat wraps up this show. So from Joe, Amit, and myself, Jevin, thanks a lot for listening. But until next time, keep on testing. 